forsake you. I want to bless you and embrace you. You gotta come to me, cause I don't chase you. But I suggest you choose me, but I won't make you. That's how you get your break. Cause I really needed it. Felt your present out that I'm finally obedient. Father, greetings in the matchup name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we thank God just for today and for the moments getting ready um, for Resurrection Sunday. Um, and I am thankful. Um, y'all have to just watch me as I try to do a couple things at the same time. I am thankful for all that he has brought into our lives. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And if you want to see Jesus, you got to live right. You, you must be saved from all of your sins because he's not. You must be born again. Hey, man, you must come in at the door. <laughs> hey, man, uh, just had an old-time moment. I don't know where it comes from. Just had an old-time moment. Uh, but I am thankful. And once again, I want to give um, a blessing to um, my family and to the Heaven Thomas Ministries family and to our engineer, Brother Tate. Uh, to all of those in the body of Christ, I'm coming on early because I'm just being honest with y'all. Um, um, the conversation has erupted, um, and if y'all been anything like me, my goodness, this forgiveness thing has been oh, it's been something. This forgiveness thing been something, 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 and um, I'm watching some things, and I love everybody, and I'm. I'm touching, this is Holy Week, and I'm just watching some things around the world, the country, and a week called Holy Week. And we had made this covenant on Sunday um, at Heaven's Harvest Ministries that we wouldn't argue, we wouldn't fuss, we would love our children, we would obey, we would be conscious of, um, I've, I've practiced um, all of them um, for the week. I stood in all of them. Um, I made sure I watched my, my mouth all week. I made sure I was continuously forgiving, getting past things, getting over things, getting through things. And whoo, my goodness. I don't know if y'all anything like me. That thing is is becoming something, 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 and something. Because uh, um, you think forgiveness is there. And you realize forgiveness might not be there in you. And um, it's something when you realize that it's easy to tell another person to forgive or do you, you know, um, you need to let it go and all of that. I'm always amazed this week when I hear, and I've been watching the news and everything, and there's always something to tell somebody, let it go, but you're the one discussing it. <laughs> That's something, hey, you need to let it go, uh, but you're the one discussing it. You're the one to bringing it up. You're the one approaching it. And I've had a God week, holy week. I've had a God week of um, not interpretation, but just revelation. Um, the time period of revelation where I'm really starting to go, my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you saying? And then I, uh, be honest with y'all, I, I had to end up apologizing to God because um, you see what I posted? Because I started going, my goodness, he keep forgiving us, forgiving us, forgiving us. And we turn right around and be unforgiving. The moment after, you know, it was me stopping my fingers, the moment after, we are truly unforgiving. We just won't forgive. We won't let it go. We won't. We won't even pardon people while we're. You, you notice what we'll do? We'll pardon people who are not 
with us and won't pardon the ones that we're with. I think we have a witness there. We'll tell somebody, oh, don't worry about that. Oh, no, no, that don't mean anything. Oh, no. Um, no, you ain't got to worry about that. And if we're trying to win them or get them over to our side, we'll go past all their sins, all their discrepancies, and then a person right next to us, we'll hold that thing for the rest of our lives. Y'all pardon me. My big man bringing me my hot water. Thank you, big chief. Amen. And um, it becomes something, you know, my favorite cup. Uh, it becomes something when you start to, you start to go forgive, forgive, but I ain't gonna let it go. And then we get into the place of um, Jesus paid it all, then all to him we owe. Um, sin has left a stain, crimson stain, but he washes white as snow. Great, great songs and great scriptures and great word all implemented into the fabric of that verse. My goodness. And then we find that we become daily defeated because we don't realize that he keeps forgiving us as we don't forgive others. And it's amazing as we forgive our trespassers and, and those who trespass against us. Brother Adam, Brother Andre Adam King was on point on Sunday. Um, on the, uh, I'm just being honest with y'all. That, that man of God was on point. He said, um, forgive our debtors. <laughs> you know, it's something when you start to realize that that, that scripture was so powerful. The, the servant was relieved from a debt to not to relieve someone from a debt. It, it shows, um, if you question it correctly, it shows that, my goodness, maybe we're not in the faith like we're acting like we are. Maybe we're falsifying our spiritual documents. Maybe we're not being exactly what God is calling for in these last and even days. Maybe we're not walking in the scriptures. I'm a witness to tell you it is not easy. And if any of you just have something you want to say, here, for those that's close by, um, you know, you know, 404-988-5899, you can text, I'll hit you back. Um, and for those that uh, know how to write in and you just want to send an email, your point of view, T. Pulliam, SR, at ishistime.co. Uh, I just want to continue in some things, because I started realizing that um, here I am trying to do God's will, and we have a powerful leadership team, we're about to build a church, and the process is going wonderful. We <laughs> everything is is just moving well. And but in the wellness of the move of building the church, we are holding things in our hearts um, that God need us to release that we are not releasing. And I'm I don't care who you are, forgiveness ain't nothing to play for play with if you're trying to forgive somebody and trying to get to a place of going, I am spiritual. I have found out this week personally, I'm talking about just watching everything around me, business, church, and and even my boys and watching everything. I am finding out, my goodness, people are not forgiving. I mean, they are turn around and be hateful and unforgiving, practice an evil act and turn around and claim Christ, turn around and claim God, turn around and get on their knees and tell them I'm praying for something while they're in the performance of an evil act. Either, either, either it's a false god we're dealing with, or it's a real god we're dealing with, or we false and God is real. It's going to have to be something in that equation. 
that we have to start going, my goodness, what am I walking in? You don't used to say, walking the light, beautiful light. Remember all that? Amen. That light must be missing somewhere. It, it has to be missing because this is Holy Week. My goodness, there's something on Holy Week and you practicing salvation and you clapping your hands and running it and getting together and fellowshipping and, and having good times together with a, with, with a compound. Yes, a compound of unforgiveness in your soul, down in your sanctified soul, a compound of unforgiveness. Man, that does something when you start realizing it. And it was today that it just hit my chest in a certain way. God, I see your pain. You keep forgiving us, and we forgive nobody. You keep forgiving us over and over and over again for our trespasses and sins, and here we go. We grudge everybody. We got a list. Remember I told you we got the Atlanta Journal of Sin. We got it archived. We got it documented in our journals, in our mind journals, in our heart journals, and and we got it stored up in the cloud um, of everybody's sins. And in that storage, we wonder what's wrong with us and our hatred. Why am I so hateful right now? It's because you're storing up sin. And now the sins of others have you in a place of just flat-out anger. And I'm going to tell you what's disturbing me. And I'm going to watch my ground carefully because I got church tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to watch my place carefully. The engineer smiled. He know I'm about to jump off a cliff in some kind of way. Amen. You know, you can watch the news and listen to preaching and others and listen to social media and listen to social context and things enough. You become hateful by the continuation and the perpetuation of that continuation in your heart concerning issues of hate. Hate, hate, hate. Um, Then you watch another show. Hate, hate, hate. Then you watch another show. Hate, hate, hate. And all this saying continuously all day, every social media, every news outlet, every preacher, every church, um, you must hate them. They don't love you. you. Nobody loves you. No one's giving you anything. Nobody's going to be by your side. It's the system. It's everything. It's the world. It's falling apart. We're the saints. Here, here we are, saved, sanctified, full of the Holy Ghost, and going, it's falling apart. That means our faith is not in the Lord. And I was in a place I'm going, God, I see your pain. I, I feel your pain. You keep forgiving, but we are not forgiving. And um, I'm sorry, God. Tomorrow's your day. Every day's your day. And man, somewhere in here, we're going to have to realize that we're celebrating Holy Week, Resurrection Sunday on tomorrow, and forgetting that sin debt has been paid in full. The sin debt has been paid in full. That That's why you were relieved from your sin why? Because it was paid in full. And, and listen, by grace you are saved. What? Through faith. And so here we are with no faith and truly believing in that no faith. I cannot forgive you. I won't forgive you. And and that thing will build up. I don't care what you say. Thank you, Brother Engineer. He's going, yeah. Amen. That, that thing can be such a place you can become contaminated in your hate. I mean, and blaming everybody for the hate you contain and, and the bitterness you contain and you blaming everybody. It's everybody's fault and everybody's doing this to you. And you forget why you in church maintaining your hate that the devil sent you some troops that's going to stand by you and push you in it. Because you don't have anybody around you going, forgive them, let it go, woman of God, forgive them, let it go, man of God, let it go, man of God, drop it, woman of God, forgive them, man and woman of God, let that go. He forgave you. It's by grace you're saved. 
Remember what you've done. Remember what you've been through. Remember what he pardoned you of. Remember what he released you from. And we forget that thing, my goodness, because we start looking at Amen. But we forget the pain and the agony and still maintain the forgiveness to bow your head, give up the ghost, drop the spirit of yourself because it's been paid in full and go, my goodness, um, tomorrow is supposed to be a powerful day. But before I can get to resurrection, I got to die to myself also to be resurrected. I got to die to my unforgiveness. I have to die to that thing because it's contaminating my day, my daily walk. I am blaming everybody. But can I throw a nugget out to you? Every feeling you have is a choice. I've been saying that for some weeks now. Hey, man, every feeling you have is a choice. Everything is a choice. You forgot when he paid the debt, he took the power of death and the devil and all of that, and it's been destroyed. You have a choice of joy. You have a choice of peace. You have a choice. I'm telling you now, people are not saving souls. They're lying. They have a community groups. Because if you save the soul and you realize the power of that he forgave sin, you would want everybody to have the same power to the feeling of the forgiveness of sin. I don't hold any grudges. I try to, because I keep realizing the charges of sin against my life has been dropped. And because the charges of sin against my life has been dropped, I have to consistently look at their, I have to assist in helping somebody else get their charges dropped. I got to be a public defender um, because the devil is the other side. So I have to be the public defender and constantly say that your sins can be washed away. It is a choice to maintain them. And I'm going to help you realize that the charges of sin over your life has been dropped by the blood of Jesus Christ. And if we just need to repent sometime and just, yes, we do. If we just need to, we need to get forward. We need to move forward. We need to start are just going, God, I'm sorry that you forgave my sins, but I won't forgive theirs. And I'm not talking from a personal aspect, um, but on the, on the sin part, I'm talking on the personal aspect of just trying to find a place to forgive somebody. Yeah, I have that too. And, and I might crack jokes about it, and but I have that placement in my heart too where, you know, I got to make sure I constantly, because sometimes rage will fill up in your life as, to, as you have trials and tribulations. Do I have a witness there? You can have a rage from trials and tribulations and persecution and, and you will think something's being done to you and the devil will have you way away from God. And the devil will play you so deep, you will be way away from God and, and looking for those who stamp you. And, and, and can I throw a term out at you? They'll stamp you so well, you don't even realize that you're part of a generation of illegal justification. And what you do is you consistently justify hate, consistently justify sin, consistently justify, um, I don't like that person, consistently going, well, um, I just, I don't, um, I let that go, I just don't fool with them. What if God said that with you? I let you go, I forgave you, I just don't fool with you. What if God said you, I forgave you of your sins, I just don't fool with you. Some of you done sinned so deep, you need God fooling with you. Thank you, engineer. Amen, because sometimes we keep forgetting if God had told you because of your sins, I'm not going to fool with you. That was your death note for hell. And sometimes we forget that now you're victorious in Christ, but unforgiveness leaves you in a place of non-victory. 
Yes, not victory, which means you have no victory in unforgiveness. And you forget then, once for, once unforgiveness is in your soul, you are a slave to that sin. You are a slave to that pain. You are a slave to that agony. And the devil will run you rapid and separate you from the blessings of the calling of your life. You've been called to rule. You've been called to state. You've been called to command. You've been called to have dominion. And the devil will come in and take that from you in your unforgiveness. Because the unforgiveness is the freedom. Because it's what you received when you went down in the water and came out of the water. You were forgiven of your sins. Your sins were washed away. You were made whole. Because the debt was paid in full for your sins. Now you're a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are now new. And now you've completed the mission that needs to be for your newness. So now the charges have been fully washed and wiped away. Now you are free from the law of sin and what? Death. And I know I jumbled a lot right there, but man, I just found myself just earlier. I was going, I just found myself going, God, I'm sorry. I see what you're going through now. You provide forgiveness and your words so blatantly cover it. Matthew 18, a man gets debt relieved from his life to not give it out directly after. That's us. That's us. Why is it us? Satan captures us. And when he captures us, he gets us to thinking it's a salvation competition. He said, if you go enter anyway, you might as well save yourself according to the scriptures and get yourself right. Get that, uh, that devil, man, that thing is reaping in the hearts of God's people. I'm telling you, unforgiveness, they pound you. They pound you with unforgiveness and you jumping on board and text messaging and uh, unforgiveness and social media unforgiveness. You responding to all of the hate that's across the world. You writing to it. You responding to it. You putting your two cents into the hate. Now you're captured the hate. Now, and I'm about some of you, now it's a place where you realize I'm saying yes to full-fledged hate that's word against his word. So now the devil has you captured. That's the other daddy. He's the father of lies. Now he has you captured in a lie. Now you unforgiving, trying to shout, unforgiving, trying to praise him, unforgiving, trying to worship him. And the devil comes in and he lies to you. He tells you, you all right. You okay. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Uh, um, no, this is just life. Boy, that devil's so slick. The devil tell you, I ain't in everything. Quit calling because he don't want you to call his name. And when even the Bible says your adversary, the devil, <laughs> and he said, be silent. Don't call my name. Don't mention me. As long as you don't mention me, I can actively work. I can go to and fro. But here's, here's where we lost our power and, and unforgiveness have stagnated you where you can't even use your power because that taint of it in your life. It's hard to command the devil when you're full of him. It's hard to tell him what to do. And he is you. I don't know if anybody heard me there. Um, I pray somebody heard me there. Amen. You can go back and catch that snippet later, but it's valuable to go back later and heal that because it's hard to tell him because the Bible says he's not divided against himself. So you will realize you have a crony and a circle of unforgiving people, a circle of hateful people, a circle of people who won't let something go, a circle of people. And again, this becomes your circle. They be, they come to hate what you hate and despise what you despise. And, and, and it becomes that thing that we forget getting the Bible called him the devil. Lord, have mercy. Amen. And, and Jesus didn't rebuke Peter. He rebuked what was in him. 
Hey, man, he said, and look what he did. He said, Satan, get thee behind me, Satan. He didn't say, get thee behind me, Peter. He said, get behind me, spirit. I am in control of you. So you have control of your unforgiveness by just forgiving. And the Bible killed that thing. It said seven times 70. How many times we got to forgive somebody when they infracting upon me seven times 70? And then if they say, I'm sorry, you got to do it again. If they say, forgive me, you got to forgive them again. And if they say it again, you got to forgive them again. But my God, this is Holy Week, Holy Week. I hope somebody hear me, amen. I think the engineers hear me. But I see the text message, they're rolling in fluently, amen. But it's Holy Week, my God. Holy Week? On Holy Week, we're the most hateful. Holy Week. And if you're not careful, you you will run and be with unloving, ungodly people and become so angry because somebody's speaking to your unforgiving spirit. Now you hate who's speaking to your spirit, and they won't leave. See, I'm telling y'all, try it. Just keep telling the person, I'm sorry, forgive me. Hey, my bus, you will find an anger that grow in them so deep because that devil um, has realized he's opposite of God. God is forgiving. He's unforgiving. I hope somebody is, is with me on that. Um, and, and it start to put itself into some things because you start to realize when he was on the cross and he said, it is finished. I know we get into the last seven saints. We forgot what was finished was the power of death. And, I, and I'm learning what to do. I'm trying to look at the camera, Brother Tate. I'm trying to look at the camera. Hey, man. <laughs> He's with me. <laughs> but I'm looking directly at the screen. But um, death, the power of death, the devil had been moved. The, the sting of some things have been removed. The sin debt was paid in full. The mission of the cross was completed. You are no longer a slave to sin. You can make a choice. And if you're with me, you you start realizing, wait a minute, I have a choice. I'm free from sin. I'm not a slave to the element of this anger and unforgiveness. I'm not a slave to malice. I'm not a slave to vengeance. I'm not a slave to evil acts. acts. I'm not a slave to retaliation. I'm not a slave um, um, to lasciviousness. I'm not a slave to backstabbing. I'm not a slave to fornication. I'm not a slave to spending. I'm not a slave to unstewardship. I'm not a slave to these things. I am free from it because it's finished. That doesn't control me anymore. Why? This is Holy Week. My goodness, isn't this supposed to be Holy Ghost Field Week? Isn't this supposed to be the week where the Holy Ghost is running rapid? Isn't this supposed to be the week where the measure of God? Isn't we supposed to be in the contemplation uh, of this Holy Week, the contemplation of what our Savior did and the cost he paid on the cross? Isn't we supposed to be contemplating that the charges of death and sin and shame that should have took us to hell have been dropped? My God, what happened to the remembrance and the sanctification and the honor of this week that you free from the law of sin and death, and now you're victorious through Christ Jesus. And I'm throwing my hand out there like somebody's in here with me. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm not even lost. I could I could lie to you and go, I'm lost right now. I'm not lost. I am clear. God, I'm sorry. All the times you forgave me and I didn't forgive. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have no excuse, God. I have no excuse for my unforgiveness. No, I'm not 100%. I don't have an issue with anybody right now. I'm just being honest with you. I don't have an issue. I've been working on this thing so hard since I've been teaching this unforgiveness. Something going wrong, I just go, I'm sorry. I don't care what's going wrong. I just go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm rolling with that. I don't care what anybody say. 
Thank you for the high fives and all that. I see everybody right now. It's flowing now. I actually looked over there. I, I, I don't know if Brother Tate's trying to high five me, but he put his hands up, so I give him some bam. Amen. I, I don't know. I'm just being honest. I don't know. God's wrath right now. See, when the blood of Jesus was paid and it was finished on the cross, God's wrath was satisfied. Now he does nothing to you. Because now you save, you are bought with the price, and the doors of heaven is open to you. And it's open to all of us that are. And everything that was said and spoken of by the prophets, you got power. And you these things, and you can trample on the head of serpents. And, and you, all these things now are exposed to you, given to you, open to you. But we got to start with that thing, oh my God, I'm sorry that you've been forgiving us. We don't forgive anybody because we keep forgetting that the price that was paid, paid it in full, so I have command over my emotion. I have command over the results of my emotion. I have command over my love. Or, man, it's hard to love everybody when you're only using them. I know I just said something there, isn't it? It's hard to, because when you can't use them the way you want to use them, there's a hatred that comes over your heart. There's, there's a disgust that comes over your Well, I thought they was going to do this for me, and I thought they were going to do that for me. And now you have a reserved hatred in your heart, and now you harbor that unforgiveness because the intent of your evil act of what you thought you was going to get out of them did not come to pass. Now you're angry, and now you're ready to do something, which means now we get to know you for who you are. We get to know you by the walk you have. I'm telling you, Christ died that we all might have life, that we might have what? More abundantly. And, and the word of God is so clear um, that when he came, he came that all men have an opportunity. A amen. I'm going to get better, Brother Tate. I'll look at the camera. We have the opportunity to be caught up in the dominion of desires that God has planned to give to them so that, um, so that they can even understand and pass it to others that your sins were paid for. The full price of your sins were taken care of. Now you have power over that emotion. Now you have power over that. You have power over that situation. You have power over the state of mind. I'm going to help some of y'all. The devil does not like when he can't trick you. The devil does not like when he can't maneuver you. The devil, he'll try every antic he can um, to sort of get you revved up, get your spirit revved up, and get your emotion revved up. He's going to try everything. Since I've been teaching forgiveness, I'm telling y'all now, I need a drink. Hmm. If you just want to know it's water. Man, all you need is the water. That's all you need is the water. We keep forgetting. He said, I come that you might have life. The measure of your sin was covered with what? It is finished. Done. Now we're walking into Resurrection Sunday in Holy Week. And I thought I did well. I did not write my original one. We modified because I was calling it hateful Holy Week. Because you would assume and as broad as the spectrum of the body of Christ that this week would be such a powerful week of fellowship and love and, and forgiveness because it's about him dying for sin. It's a, the whole week is about forgiveness. The whole week is about forgiveness. It's about it is finished. That means it's supposed to be done. It is finished. I don't like you. Okay, cool. It's finished. I'm not going to join you in that. It is 
finish. It's done. I don't have to walk that road with you. I don't know how many witnesses I have, but my goodness. Jesus wiped away our sins and wiped away our debt completely. No, not partial of the debt, completely. Jesus did not even do a bankruptcy job. He wiped it all out. He cleared all the debt. Jesus was not in the chapter 7 or 11, 13. He wiped it all out because he was leaving you with nothing from that time period. He said, no, if you come through this, I'm leaving you nothing with that time period. I'm about to flex your life. I'm about to change your life. I'm going to change everything of it because I just washed away. I paid the full debt of your sin. Now, from this point on, all things are fulfilled. All things are going to come to pass. Everything that was talked about has come to pass. It brings the total fulfillment, completion. It is finishing the fullness of this. Now you just have to make a decision that, God, I'm sorry that you forgave me and I didn't forgive others. That puts a task on. Because now you realize the body of Christ doesn't want to forgive anybody. But I declare today, I am speaking to the believers that believe that they will not be a hypocrite. Believers that believe that on today, I would tell God I'm sorry that after he forgave me, I refuse to forgive others, and I'm sorry. Because I'm not like him. To love him is to know him. To know him is to obey him. And to obey him is to love others. We have to try that sometime. We have to try it sometime. You say, well, Pastor, are you going to lead us into that? Well, it's easy. So it's to lead us in. Lead us not into temptation. Look, but deliver us from what? evil so we can't make the command in our prayer don't lead me to evil or temptation but deliver us for that is the kingdom the power and the glory and we can walk in all of that so all of them that are standing with me on today holy week going in tomorrow all the celebrations and service and dancing and and all of the pyroglyphics and LED screens and all of that. If you if you don't come out of that thing with your heart cleansed with unforgiveness, you just wasted some time. You might as well stay at home and play some old tapes on Netflix. Might as well. Call you blessed on today. Heaven's Harvest, this is my talk. Won't be on later. I'll see you tomorrow. Hope you take care of yourselves. Body of Christ, let me tell you, forgiveness go a long way. Everything you see is unforgiveness and trying to operate like you love somebody. Please. To love somebody is to hug somebody, to reach somebody, and to care for somebody. You can make all the excuses you want. If you ain't doing those, you're just a flat-out hypocrite. I don't care where you go to church at. Find it. Find him. You ain't even got to go to church. Find him. Because it's hard to seek love while you ain't trying to give love. Man, why rob somebody of true love? no sense. God loves you. Let's try this benediction thing. Jude 24 and 25. Let's see if it works. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory, majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. We all say Amen. Forgive and watching elevate the fruit of your life. Let's do it. 
Love everybody. I call you bliss. Happy Resurrection Day out tomorrow. Bye-bye. So, I love you too much to forsake you. I want to bless you and embrace you. You gotta come to me cause I don't chase you. But I suggest you choose me but I won't make you. This how you get your break. Cause I really need